then in that experience, you're holding both ends of the spectrum that vulnerability, openness, connectedness, positive quote unquote emotions, also some negative emotions at the same time, pain, shame, embarrassment. You're listening to the Better Bodies Podcast with your host, Bria Wanamaker. Hi, I'm a registered psychotherapist and I'm also a human. And when I noticed that my obsession with food, fitness, and body image was taking over my life in every single way, I knew it was time to make some changes for myself and my health and to bring these important conversations to the forefront. So I started a podcast and I'm so happy that you're here. You are going to get so much out of these amazing chats. So let's dive in. What's up y'all and welcome back to another episode of the Better Bodies Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk to you a bit about the experience and the feeling of numbness or nothingness. And when I say that, I mean like emotionally and feelings wise. Before we dive into today's topic, I wanted to invite you if you are ready, willing, and interested, I know that it'll be so beneficial to you. Um, my workshop launches actually the, when this podcast comes out um, today, September 1st. Um, my workshop, it's intensive, it is self led, it's an online course, and it's this first one in the series of courses, um, Awaken is the series. And the first one is called Calming Your Nervous System. And it is loaded with research, science-based evidence, and my rendition of that though. It's not a bunch of like jargon. It is like summarized. It is anecdotal. I include some stories of my own in there. There are audio files, guided meditations, journaling exercises, reflections. It is jam-packed. I love this thing. It's my baby. I um, have even done, of course, my own self-exploration through it, like taking myself through this workshop. And it's so, you gain so much insight and to know oneself is the true, true beginning of wisdom. I think it's um, my quote, that's actually in the in the site, (laughs) like when you go click on the workshop link and it's just so true. Like that's, that's a quote and it's just, it's so damn true. This will help you to begin to know yourself, connect with yourself more deeply, calm your nervous system. If you're feeling frazzled, feeling like you could cry at the drop of a hat, um, which is obviously okay. Like crying is okay. But you know that when you're in that place where you just don't feel like almost stable or secure or like yourself, like everything external to you affects you. That is not a fun place to be. And it's actually really challenging to interact with the world in that way. So this course is to help bring you back down, ground you into who you are and your skills, your capabilities, and yeah, to help you experience the world in that way. So for today's topic, we are touching on 
that feeling of nothingness or numbness. And this has come up recently um, in different conversations and it's an interesting experience and that I think it boils down to experiences in childhood that are repeating patterns playing out in adulthood of being shamed at the same time for the experience of joy and happiness and at the same time for the experience of sadness, anger, frustration. So in life, there's duality and we really like to separate things and make it very binary. You know, you fit in this box, you fit in this box and we categorize everything like that. And holding space for the duality of two things to be true at the exact same time is where the richness in life lies. So if we are able to experience, Hey, you know, I just got this amazing work opportunity. I'm getting a raise. I get to work from home. I get to work with, um, a team of people that I actually really enjoy And I'm ecstatic about that. It's actually a job that I feel successful in. I have tons of time off and benefits. And at the same time, your, I don't know, let's say a family member dies. They pass away, let's say on the same day that you get this contract. How challenging is it to hold both of those strong and heavy emotions that are quote unquote, completely opposite ends of the spectrum. If we're looking at things in a binary sense, um, like black or white, right or wrong, essentially opposites. But if we hold space for both of those big emotions, big experiences, big feelings, we are able to better acknowledge and support ourselves during both of those experiences. What would it feel like for you if you were able to still be excited about that work contract while in mourning for that family member or close relative at the same time? What would that be like? What would the experience be like in parenting in your daily life if you could hold the experience of yeah, I just snapped and I yelled at my kid and I wish that I didn't. I'm trying my best here. Um, and here's what I'll do next time. Um, here were their circumstances. It is not okay. I will have this conversation with them and let them know, you know, like mommy, daddy, whoever, whoever you are as a parent, um, was, you know, going through this. It's not your fault. Um, I was frustrated. Um, I need to get some sleep, whatever that conversation is that you have, how can you hold that, but not completely identify with that mistake that you made, um, and then call yourself a shitty parent, you know, and then get really down on yourself. Oh my gosh, I'm such a terrible parent. I can't do anything right. I have no control over my emotions. We go to those big generalizations that that stuff might not necessarily be true either. Maybe 95% of the time you are the most fantastic parent. And then the other 5% of the time 
you have human moments of just being short fused and saying like, you know, like get it yourself or whatever it is, or like stop crying or something that it was just in your past that just came out. And this can be in any situation. This could be in a work situation um, where, you know, things are going really well at work. And then also at the same time, your coworker is annoying the shit out of you. And you're like, oh my gosh, I hate this job. And we generalize to that. And then we say, I'm a person who doesn't like my job. And we heavily identify with that. And we take that as true. And it becomes a belief when really there's space to hold both emotions. There's space to say, hey, I feel joyful. I like my job. Here's an aspect of it that is not working for me. Same thing with the parenting. Hey, I'm a fucking awesome parent. But sometimes um, I snap and here's how I can support myself better. You know, I need to, you know, mommy needs quiet time. We're going to go on a walk and we're going to play the quiet game, you know, (laughs) um, whatever that experience is for you to better support yourself. Same thing. If it was that contract opportunity, you got the promotion and your family member passed away, How do you hold that experience in yourself of, okay, this thing is true for me. This is exciting. I am good at, I'm good at my job. I'm good at my work. I got this promotion. And this is also true for me. This family member passed away. And this is going to be a challenging transition to both start a new job and mourn a family member at the exact same time. And what do I need in order to support myself in both areas? And so boiled down, we can be happy and sad at the same time. And you are not crazy for feeling happy and sad at the same time. You can be extremely happy in your marriage and extremely lacking or feeling like your needs are unmet in your marriage at the exact same time, right? We are humans. We are complex emotional beings. And this is the beauty. This is the beauty in our humanity and our experience here. And so coming back to that experience of nothingness, that experience of numbness, I believe that it stems from a time in your past, whether it was infancy, childhood, adolescence, even into early adulthood, adulthood, whatever it is, an experience where you experience, (laughs) wow, let's think of some other words, Bria. Okay. Um, A time or a situation when you had both pain and shame at the exact same time as joy, happiness, peace, ease, both ends of those spectrums. And maybe you were even Uh, shamed or guilted or like told not to experience one of those or it could be something that you internalized and said oh I shouldn't be feeling one of those and you didn't know where to put those emotions so they just went nowhere they just went nowhere they just turned into blank nothingness numbness so this can be true for let's say someone say in your 
uh, late teens or early adulthood, early 20s, you have a sexual experience. Like this is a really positive experience. You've been in this relationship. Let's say you dated this person for like six months in your last year of high school and you guys are going off to college together and this is a consensual relationship. No one has like cheated on anybody this your best friends it's a really healthy relationship you have friend groups outside of your relationship i'm just trying to paint this picture of like this beautiful healthy connection you're both like involved in each other's families um and then you have this sexual experience together like this is let's go ahead and say like maybe it's both of your first times or something and then um so you're experiencing this experiencing this excitement, this fun, this passion, this vulnerability and happiness and joy. You get to share this connection together. And then at the same time, maybe this person, the other person gives you a correction or says like, Oh, um, like that doesn't feel good or which is great. Obviously communicate your needs, but maybe it's not said in that way. Maybe it's like, Oh geez, like, what are you, what are you doing? Um, or yeah, some sort of shame at the exact same time. Um, maybe if there's comparison, they're like, oh, I saw this video once. Do you want to try this? Um, so at the same time as you're experiencing that excitement, that connection, that vulnerability, there's also a piece of comparison that puts us into fear, you know, oh my God, am I doing the right thing? Like, I'm not like the person that was on the video, um, or I don't know if I'll be able to achieve that. So that creates a sense of stress and anxiety. So then in that experience, you're holding both ends of the spectrum that vulnerability, openness, connectedness, positive quote unquote emotions, also some negative emotions at the same time, pain, shame, embarrassment, um, anxiety, stress, confusion, even. So maybe in that moment, you didn't know what to do with your emotions, where to put them. You didn't know how to react. Um, you didn't know, you know, should I be defensive about this? Do we just, do we stop this sexual interaction? This is my partner. We're, we're loving, we're open. How do you navigate that? Maybe you put your feelings into a box of nothingness. It's like, uh, I'm not sure what to do with this joy. I'm not sure what to do with this. Oh, what's the word? Not embarrassment, humiliation. Yes. Ooh, that's, that's a, that's a heavy word though. Let's go with embarrassment. I'm not sure what to do with this joy. I'm not sure what to do with this embarrassment. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go ahead and put them on the shelf. Both of them. I, I don't know. I'm just gonna kind of try and be here in the moment. Um, like my body's here. I'm present. My brain has gone elsewhere. I have gone on autopilot now. And so we kind of shelve those emotions. And that is where I believe the experience of numbness comes from where there isn't room. We have not created room. We have not created space for both, uh, both emotions or any emotions. Um, and I'm not sure what we're running on at that point. I guess it's just subconscious. Um, kind of like when you're 
driving a car and you're like, oh my gosh, how did I get here? I did not pay attention to the last couple lights. Oh my goodness. That autopilot mode. There's a sense of nothingness. And this can also be, so that was my big like college sex type of example. And it can also be prevalent um, as a child. If you were told uh, like something happened, let's say with a toy, um, and like your toy broke, you were upset about it. You're told don't cry about that. Um, and then I don't know, at the same time, like kids experience a lot of joy and excitement. And maybe you were also told to like not experience that. I'm just trying to think of like a better example, but you get the point. Like there's tons of stuff childhood wise where it doesn't seem like that big of a deal for adults um, like say, yeah, say you broke your toy and your parents say, stop crying, um, go find another toy to play with. So then you go find another toy to play with. Um, but it, that emotional issue hasn't been resolved about the one that was broken. So then, aha, yes, Bria, good job. Just keep talking and you'll eventually lead yourself to a good point. Okay. So, <laughs> um, the, so now you're playing with this other toy and you are experiencing those feelings of happiness, joy, excitement, calm, peace, serenity, fun. And at the same time, you're still mourning this other broken toy and you were told, don't feel sad, just move on. So you're holding all of that experience. Where does that go? Like, where do you put that? Or now do you just experience like a sense of nothingness? Um, when you're, you know, in those situations of trying to mourn the loss of something and trying to move on and have fun and enjoyment. So in wrapping up, um, I hope this gives you a good depiction of why nothingness or numbness might be coming up for you in your daily life. And this can occur in like all kinds of different areas. Um, like I'm, I'm sure we've all heard of, you know, like, um, just, and even I'm thinking like postpartum wise, if there's someone who, um, looks at their child, their newborn baby, and is just like, oh my God, I feel nothing. Like I feel straight up overwhelmed. I feel exhaustion. I feel panic. I feel joy. I feel this is ecstatic. Like this is this is my kid. This is my offspring. This is my legacy. And I feel everything and nothing all at once. Um, so I can only imagine that, of course, there's hormones at play and everything in that. And I also wonder too, if it is this larger pattern of not giving ourselves the space to hold the duality of both of those experiences. You can feel exhausted and like your world has been rocked and shifted at the exact same time as you can love what you're doing and be so passionate about it. Same thing for like, say you pick up a job that pays less money, but you fucking love it. Then that, how confusing is that? We keep asking ourselves, should I stay in this job? I don't know. Uh, it pays less money, but I love what I'm doing. I'm so happy at the end of the day. 
So really, and then, yeah, so to just kind of finish off my sentence, I guess, um, then maybe you go into this sense of nothingness, like, okay, I just, I go into work and I feel nothing now because I'm not sure what to, if I should be excited that I'm here or if I should be angry that I, I, they're not paying me enough for what I'm doing. Uh, I feel scared. I don't feel like I can live, but I also like, uh, what I'm doing. So you get the point. There's a ton, of, a ton of examples in there of just where in our lives we can feel that duality. Actually, one more point, because this is the Better Bodies podcast. Can you reflect on your life and relate this to food, fitness, and body image? Do you feel anything when you're eating? Where has that come up before for you with... Um, feeling those really positive emotions about food or certain kinds of food, being surrounded by food, even beverages, and where have the negative emotions come up for you? So um, if there's anything in terms of like numbness or just like, um, I know for a long time when I was like struggling with eating disorder wise, I would like pride myself on I don't have cravings for anything. Like someone's over here being like, oh, I'm, I would love chocolate right now. I'd love ice cream right now. I'm like, oh, like I am this perfect, like prideful, like beacon. I don't have any cravings. And I'm like, that's actually like really not a good thing. <laughs> like, you know, if you, if you have no cravings and you are that restrictive and that controlling in your life, um, something something is going on there right we need to be able to experience the duality and trust ourselves enough to have the cravings and then respond to them as we want to like ah oh, i am craving ice cream i would love some or you know i am craving ice cream right now i'm going to have this other snack because i know that i'm like going to get ice cream on the weekend or, or planning planning for it versus just completely being like no i do not feel that and same thing we do that um, throughout our lives, right? Like, oh no, I'm not someone who feels angry. No, no, I, I hate my boss. I hate my job. I'm really burnt out, but I don't feel angry. Um, and we just completely cut out certain feelings, um, from our experience. So I'm asking you, please reflect, please look at the different areas of your life. Do you feel numbness or nothingness somewhere where does it stem from? How can you support yourself to gain more awareness um, of what you're going through and just acknowledging this is what mindfulness is, is acknowledging our thoughts, our feelings, our experiences, our sensations, and you don't have to judge them. You don't even have to fix them. You don't need fixing necessarily. You just, just acknowledge them. Honestly, just take a moment. This is how I'm feeling right now. And also, especially if it is contrasting with something else, I feel this and I feel this and I'm not crazy that yes, they are quote unquote opposing, but this is what I'm going through right now. And I'm, I'm experiencing both things and that is okay. And that's where we're going to leave off today because that's a lot. And I know that you can do this and this is the work. This is the mental health work. Um, and yeah, you got this. I wish you the best and we will chat again soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. It honestly means the world to me. I love podcasting. I love 
bringing you this free resource. The best thing that you can do to support the show is to screenshot the episode that you're listening to and any takeaways that you got from it, share it on social media, tag me in it so that we can chat more about it. And also send it to any friends, family members who you think would also benefit from listening to this and give it a rating, a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify. And that just helps others to be able to find this content as well. We'll chat soon. Bye.